Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, welcome back. Lost in Space, Hilarity for Charity, and The Chef's Table Pastry. Coming up next, Netflix Picks. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes! Yes! It's back! The Star Wars After Show. No, we're not Star Wars. Nah. Sadly. <laughs> Actually, but here but here is a question for my panel is. Who is the composer of this song? It's Steve Kaufman. You're not allowed to answer. If anybody doesn't know the answer to this, it's John Williams. Of course it's John Williams. Of course, of course, Ashley Cheney kind of looks at Amy Cassandra to be like, is it or is it not? Oh, get out of town right now. We played this in orchestra in my high school, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome back. You're watching Netflix Fix. I'm Rick Hong. I'm joined by Ashley Cheney to my left. Hi, you guys. Good to see you. Welcome back. And we're joined by Amy Cassandra Martinez. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm in the chat. Join us. And this guy, and this guy. I mean, I don't know where this guy's been. I don't know who, who this guy are you is. Again? What's your name? I don't remember your name. I, I'm Steve Kaufman. I was in New Mexico, and then I was in New Orleans. I wasn't in New Haven, New York, New I Jersey. Should have New Jersey. I wasn't in any of those news, but I was in two news. Okay. For, for like a lot of weeks, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. So it's like a whole new studio to you because it's been kind of this. I just it was a newcation. Yeah, you don't you don't remember even how to be here, do you? I guess. What, what is that? <laughs> Did I do something? No, 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 no. No, I'm just, I'm just saying we, we had, dude, we had a great time while you were gone, man. Wow. I didn't even miss Steve Coffin. <laughs> so, no, guys. Hey, so this week, uh, one of the biggest things that dropped on Netflix, and this one is dear to my heart because I remember watching this series as a kid. Because according to Ashley Cheney, I was 10 years old in 1974. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, but what I wanted to do is, in case you guys didn't know that this show was created back in the 60s, here's a little fun fact. Um, John Williams was the composer Ah. for this intro that we're about to play for you right now. I see what you did there, Hong. I see what you did. And this is before Star Wars, keep in mind. Before, like, or maybe this is why George Lucas asked John Williams. This is before Jaws. This is before Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It sounds very John Williams, if you ask me. And that's his brother, Guy that's, Williams. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right? So what's, what's interesting about this is when the show debuted, it actually debuted in black and white. Mm-hmm. This is a season three opening, which is in color. Wow. And that's a common thing. That's a common thing in old television. I think wasn't the first two seasons of Gilligan's Island were in black right. and white. Uh huh. And like, I mean, they, Bonanza, but, yes. But they colorized. I believe the first two seasons that like it's actually hard to find black and white Gilligan's Island. Oh, Correct wow. me if I, send me links if I'm wrong. But like most of the Gilligan's Islands I've ever seen was in color. Oh wow. Doctor Smith. And it's just one of those. If a show transcends format, almost. So. And, was this oh, show back in the day? These are all adults, so this is all this is all like a grown-up version of Lost in Space. But this Netflix version is an adult version of Lost in Space. It is. Oh, yeah. No, kids. this was there, there no, 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 no. So here, here's here's they some fun. A, there's a kid. Yeah, don't, 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 don't. Child. So, 
no, here's some fun facts about Lost in Space. So the family's last name is Robinson. Like Robinson Crusoe? No, like Swiss Family, Swiss family Robinson. Robinson. Okay, so gotcha. this, yes, yeah, the basic premise of this show is Swiss Family Robinson in space. Okay, got it. And got it. so it aired for like it aired for about three seasons, and nor, it was supposed to be just like yeah, this like dramatic series. And then I think what happened is is that eventually it, it ended up kind of turning into freak of the week. They mm-hmm. would kind of bump into these like cheesy, campy aliens, and like that would kind of be the series. And uh, from what I read, that apparently irked the kind of like the the lead actor a bit because he was just like there's not a lot of story to this kind of like what happened with um the dad that was in brady bunch he did this he was the same thing for him too like he got annoyed with kind of the storylines of how the series went and um and it's not like he's doctor who where he can reincarnate because doctor who went through something very similar by not by nature just being a tv show for a long long running time that it it ebbs and flows and changes that similarly like this because at a certain point this kind of got a little comical yeah, the, like, and no, that, like, and that, that was like, that was the whole thing. Is like, yeah, they turned like I said, our freak of the week. They just yeah, kind of like, turned it into just let's make it really, really, really campy, and like, yeah, campy, and like it. I don't at the time. I and by the time I mean TV Land when I was a child watching it. That like at the time it, it read as just good sci-fi to me. Yeah, but that's because I didn't have a frame of reference for good sci-fi. Right, we were kids. Yeah, I mean, it, imagine if you take. Han Solo and Chewbacca, and every every week if they were a TV series, they would just meet like different people in the cantina, sure. the different types of aliens. Mm-hmm. Funny that's that kind you of mention that. that's yeah, funny. that's kind of what Lost in Space turned into. And so for the longest time, yeah, it went away. And there have been numerous reboots, and they actually did it into a movie back in like the two thousand, like the Matt LeBlanc movie. It was like yeah. it was like the mid nineties. Yeah. So I remember it was, this because it was Friends Matt like peak of Friends Mania yes, Matt LeBlanc yes. was in the Lost in Space reboot. So I mean it was which that I thought that was a big miscasting as cause Joey as like kind of like the lead you know, I think, as that, anything other than Joey at the time of Friends is, is true. Impossible. True. And I think this was Matt LeBlanc kind of trying to stretch his uh, mm-hmm. How people viewed him, but yeah. I mean, it had it had Bill Hurt, William Hurt as the as the father, Gary Oldman as the villain. Yeah, Gary Oldman was the, the it's villain. It's on Netflix, by the way. The Lost so, in Space, no, nineteen ninety eight. So Lost you guys, you guys can watch that. That also was not very good. <laughs> um, I mean, this, the series is great if you can kind of stand like the campiness of it. The series was great. I I love watching original it. series, nineteen sixty series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I lo- I love watching it in reruns as a kid, but. Um, the movie was not good, and I believe that there was another reboot that they tried for television that didn't go to series. Mm-hmm. And then now you've got this one, which I thought was a perfect pairing of Netflix with this franchise. It looks like just from the previews, it looks like a huge cinematic, yes, like big budget sci fi thing. Which, and I mean, granted, we're comparing it to something that's you know 60 years old, it's or 50 years old itself, but um, it just looked like such a bigger budget. Yeah. sci-fi deal but, um, but it seemed like a lot of kid leads I didn't see as many adults so did any of you guys see it I didn't I'm see four episodes in you're four well, episodes I'm four in yeah. I'm Amy? part of the first episode in so you're talking to like a guy if, mm. they, if there were different franchises in Hollywood Lost in Space probably would have been one of them for me to say this is something that I would love to go produce as like a movie or as a series so I might have had expectations that are too high mm-hmm. on top of the fact that one of our friends had seen the first five episodes and said it holds up pretty well. Mm-hmm. But for me, I w- after watching it, I'm kind of... Uh, so you've seen... Have you seen all of it? How far I have you gotten? Bur- yeah. I mean, that was a problem. Mm-hmm. I finished all ten episodes. Okay. Okay. Over the weekend. However, it wasn't like a page turner for me. It was like I could actually have it on the background a little bit. If certain things happened, I, 
I wasn't like, wait, wait, what just happened? Let me rewind back and go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. I could kind of space out a little bit and just ah. kind of say, let me keep them going forward. And mm-hmm. so here's the bad sign. When I sit there and say, when I watch something that's original, a part of a first series, and I say, I need to watch the second piece of it, meaning like a second, the second season to see where it goes, that's not a good sign. Um, I'm, I'm imagining they spent a crap ton of money on this. It's yeah. 10 this episodes. Looks, this looks pretty expensive for 10, epi- for 10 episodes. I, I ultimately enjoyed it. I thought there was a bit of a slog to get to episode three. And then yeah, once around most series, once you around kinda... you break to episode three, you I, you kind of know whether you, these characters have grown on you and this conflict has grown on you. I thought yeah. that the conflict was very clear that there were no and thens at least in the first four episodes. And then like no, no and, and then. then no and then to get them to get them to the next they thing. Know like, it. I love it, dude. But, like, <laughs> but everything is super organic to get them to the next thing that it doesn't feel like a string of just a string of and then that this happened and that happened and this happened. So I liked the storytelling. Um, some of the characters feel, felt a little underdeveloped. Some of the characters felt a little overdeveloped. And it also felt like it was trying to be a sci-fi action and family drama. Yeah. Like, it did try to be a lot of things. And, like, when when I didn't like it in these three these three and a half episodes I've seen, that's where it laid for me. Where I was like, ah. So you're three and a half in. Amy, how far in are you? Part of one. Part of one. I just, you know, you have to be in a certain kind of mood. To mm. watch something like this, and I just was not. Yeah, you know, no. It's what makes me happy though too is that you really are looking at this with fresh eyes. Yeah, like you probably yeah. never seen that opening before. You probably know like no. half the information. That's why you guys watch our show because <laughs> I. No, I'm just kidding. Because uh, we get different old Timmy Hong over here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, going into the chat, some people were talking about it. Um, uh, okay, so so chill, so chill, so four. chill four, so chill. Oh, so chill four. Um, said I was going to only watch one episode, then ended up seeing the whole series. Mm. Okay. Oh, nice. okay. Um, so, so yeah, it's hooking some. definitely let us know if you did watch it, how much you watched, and what you thought about it. Well, I'm curious for yeah. you, too, because you, you powered through. You saw all ten episodes. You yeah. kind of felt like it was a chore. But for you guys that are earlier on, are you compelled? Like, do you want to get back and watch more Well, Amy said she has to be in a certain mood, and then yeah, Steve, yeah. jury's out for you, right? Jury's out for me. I'm probably going to stick... I'm probably going to stick through episode four because I started episode four. Okay. And then I'm going to see, because they, I like how things are constantly moving, but that might get annoying by episode 10 of like, God, we, we, this journey seems so contrived. I mean, <laughs> we were in one place at episode one and now we're completely somewhere else in episode 10. This is the best way that I can put it. Uh, Star Drew said it best is you, Star Drew, you said, watch Lost in Space, Gilligan Island and Adam West Batman. That's what Lost in Space kind of turned into was like the Adam West mm-hmm. Batman. So it's a little campy where there's like this cool premise, you know, like Batman and Robin, but it's a little campy with the villains. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. Lost in Space. Cool premise, kind of cheesy villains. But that's kind of like what made the series the series. Also, the the Lost in Space series, as written in the in the the fifties, right, sixties, sixties into seventies, I believe, was the original Lost in Space series. They didn't pull any punches with the fact that something happened in Earth where they had to relocate everybody. Like in the near future, something happened yeah. in Earth where everyone has to relocate, and all this family got onto a spaceship, and then the spaceship wound up somewhere, and they don't know where. And uh, like that's so like there's a horrifying implication. Late into the IP of, oh, by the way, Earth is uninhabitable and everyone has to leave. And we're trying desperately to be one of the families that get to leave. Where I think this show in 2018 deals with that a lot differently than even the 98 movie ever. 
Remember the 98 movie completely glossed over the fact yeah. that, like... 98 movie was awful. That, that, they can erase that from the war. <laughs> um, I look at that as a phantom menace. Are but, these, um, are these uh, half-hour shows or hour-long? Hour. Hour-long. Okay, so you got to kind of really settle in. Yeah, like, I mean, okay, so like, I'll, I'll put things in perspective. If you're sitting down and I talked about Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon is slow. It's mm. slow, but it picks up and it ends up really, really, really well. Lost in Space is just very, 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 very even. Okay. Well, I mean, and okay, someone mentioned earlier that there is a comic book, and Ooh. it is called, hold on, I will Bad Bunny. It. Bad Bunny said. Bad Bunny, yeah. thanks for watching. Rick knows. Hi. Well, yes, but there is a name to it. Uh, yeah, called Anakin64 said there was a comic called Space Family Robinson in early 60s. Oh, wow. Also, okay. I okay. wonder. Yeah, okay. That all I'll, I'll do a little research on it. But, you know. Going, but uh, mo- moving along. So t- take take it take that for what it's worth in terms of Lost in Space. Moving along, Ashley Cheney, what do we got? Well, next up, we have to tell you guys about a very a podcast that's created by not just one of our own, but sort of the matriarch, if you will. It's called Conversations with Maria. It's an amazing podcast that is going to teach you things, help you learn and grow, and it's also just lots of fun. Conversations with Maria. It's on iTunes. Uh, it drops every Friday. And as you guys know, uh, Maria Menounos is the matriarch of AfterBuzz. She's the reason we're here. She's the reason you guys are here watching us. So we love to send our viewers and our listeners over to her podcast. Um, she features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all areas of your life. It's good stuff. Uh, from health and wellness to career, relationships, finance, more. All the good stuff that we all want to know about. Uh, you can hear it on her podcast every Friday, Conversations with Maria. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria. Have I said that? Conversations with Maria? <laughs> That, that may have come up. <laughs> Maria Menounos. It's free, you guys. It's free. Get over there. Um, and when you do get over there, be sure to tell her that your pals over at Netflix Picks sent you over there so she knows that we are sending just as much love back her way. Conversations with Maria. True that. Right? Yeah, and, and she wa- she watches us. Because I, I tell you, Maria, I tell you what you should be watching. <laughs> these guys do. So something that everybody should watch that's on this platform. Steve Kaufman, I believe that you were going to watch it. Uh, I watched it. Hilarity for Charity. I did watch Hilarity for Charity. What'd you think? Um... Oh. Well, no, I. Oh, there's a, but there's a good cause over, behind this. It was a great cause. Everyone should watch it and be active with that cause. I do think part of what makes you want to watch it is that they have such a star-studded lineup. Mm-hmm. Part of what made it disappointing for me is that star-studded lineup did five minutes each. So for me, it was more charity, less hilarity. Because like, yeah, you have Tiffany Haddish, but she comes up and does one bit and leaves. But I also understand you can't get Tiffany Haddish on a Sunday night any other time. If you can, like, hey, just just roll up and do one bit. Roll up and do one bit. You can do some pickups if you need to. And then, like, we get to put your name in the title. I kind of like it that way. Now, granted, I haven't seen this special yet. I've, mm. I've, I've been off in, in Foodland, which we'll, we'll get to later. But, um, <laughs> Wait, so it's what? on my queue. What? Foodland? That was last week. What are you talking about? Oh, she's, she's, she's always, always in Foodland. But I actually prefer... Now, I mean, I haven't seen it yet. It's on my queue. Mm-hmm. So I, so my when I'm hearing that, that's actually what I prefer, is to see little bits of lots of comedians, because sometimes it can be a lot. Like, but, it wasn't, but it wasn't a lot of comedians. It was a lot of Seth Rogen bits. So interspersed with the probably ten comedians he had for the, well, for I mean, the ninety minutes. I mean, none of this is a spoiler because you just have to watch it if, if mm-hmm. that's the case. It's a lineup. That's not they, a spoiler. Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah, they did a lineup. I mean, that's Tiffany Haddish, John Mulaney. Um, the Muppets are in there, so if you like the Muppets, mm. the Muppets are there, and there's some animation in there done by the guys that did Rick and Morty. So Aww. like he, like Seth Rogen, Hannah has Thank this. You. It's very hey. graphic. So you know you should watch it. Pickle Rick. So. Um, <laughs> 
the interesting thing is that they have like Seth Rogen has like this whole bit of where we're trying to hit all the categories, and so like that's why he has like all these different things throughout the the thing so that they can get into the like the Netflix algorithm. They even covered that with Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum, I'm so like, in. Yes. I'm always in for Jeff Goldblum. Come on. So I report mean, back, report back. I'm like, like a super it fan was... of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> He's amazing. The best, right? Yes. <laughs> Uh, you, girl, girls and Jeff Goldblum. Oh my gosh! Wow. Speaking I mean, of Jeff Goldblum, you, you, you guys, LA locals, he plays. At the yes. yes. How did you guys? Wednesday night. That's okay. Well, how field trip. My, hey, my friend. How do you? How <laughs> no, do you? How yeah. are you a girl in LA and not ha- already have a picture with Jeff, Jeff Goldblum from The Rock? That's kind of true too. My <laughs> friend does. Like my friend loves Jeff Goldblum. That and then she like literally was able to go on stage with him because it was like who sounds the most like Jeff Goldblum and she sounds nothing like him, but she has her picture with him now I'm on going. her Instagram and that's like her whole like I think she can. I don't. know, I think it's like definitely like number one bucket list was. I can't wait. Really? Really? Oh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum? If it's, the why fly? are you have asking you, know, like, like Have you ever seen The Fly? It's Bro. universal. It's a Everybody role. loves It's Jeff a Goldblum. role. He's Rick, not Rick, actually not gonna, the Rick, fly. Rick, you're not going to win this. You're not going to win this argument. Do I, don't, I, don't, I don't not like Jeff Goldblum, just, but I don't see it. That's just, all. Anybody in the chat room want to back me up on the Jeff they're Goldblum? Gonna, they're going to back her up. Just let it. Just let it. Take it away, friends. Take it away. Just let it happen, Rick. I mean, like, I mean, Jeff Bridges, I could see. The dude. I could see Jeff Bridges, you know. But where does he, he doesn't play the Rockwell on Wednesdays. He plays the Rockwell really late on Tuesdays. (laughs) You never get to see Jeff. I mean, maybe Jeffrey Jeffrey Tambor. No, I'm just kidding. Wrong Jeff. Wrong Jeff. I'm just kidding. Okay, but here's the thing about hilarity for charity one of the reasons you should tune into it is because it's a major cause for seth rogan like he's gone in front of like congress to talk about this his mother-in-law uh it's it basically promotes trying to find money for families that have to deal with a loved one that has alzheimer's disease yeah and the most saddening thing and very compelling at the same time is there's video footage of his mother-in-law that's why he started this whole thing where she was a teacher and they show her when she's very lively and everything and then they show her progress over time and what she is like now and it is literally like a full-time job as, as many people that have healthcare issues is. And so this is like, what's really, really important to him. And like, like there's no treatment for this. How did this show raise money for the Alzheimer's cure? Is it, is it based on click like streams or how does it? How uh, do they... Well, no, I mean like, well, it's They've out there. Been... So like, it's the people that attended the event okay, and then they're, they're getting it out there. And then like, they sit there and say like, go donate to whatever the, within the program. Also, oh, okay. also this is the first televised show they've done. They've done hilarity for charity right, for about for five years. years. Yes. Okay. Where it's just, a big telethon style show, yeah. but so this has the opportunity to uh, you know reach mm-hmm. more viewers repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and I'm sure, and I'm sure whatever Netflix paid, they gave a huge portion of it. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Then I'm sure Netflix paid Seth Rogen. I'm sure Netflix paid Hilarity for Charity, and then that money went into Hilarity for Charity, who uses the money as sure, they see fit sure, to sure. help people. And well, I mean, the best thing I can kind of uh, equate it to is. Jerry Lewis before mm. he really became yeah. old, but he used to he he was a big proponent of muscular dystrophy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he would have these telethons and people would call in and you know it's like that was like the old school way. So like this yeah. is probably like the more millennial new yeah. technology way of doing things. I love that they're doing that. Um, I I don't know how many people have actually seen it because I mean I haven't really heard that many people talking about it. It just Have dropped this, this week, eh? Um, okay. close to this week. I remember, like last week. I mean, the other, showing. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and the other thing about it too yeah. is that it's a, it's probably a little bit of an experiment, you know, yeah. where you're, whether you're going to have this piece of programming that's about charity and giving back as opposed to 
necessarily a piece of programming to profit or to try to sit there and see, can we get a season two from this or like right. whatever it is. Yeah. And, um, it's also, I mean, getting into the, you know, the Seth Rogen business on some end. I mean, Game Over Man was a Seth Rogen produced show, so I wouldn't mind seeing more of Seth Rogen stuff on Netflix. I, I, I know that his, I, so like I'm really inclined, I can't wait to watch this because I love, um, I think it's maybe college boy humor. <laughs> like I, I dig Seth Rogen. I dig the workaholics guys. So I, I kind of really. I'm, I'm are you talking about Game Over Man? Or are you talking about? Didn't you say Game Over Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, she, yeah. No, no, yeah. Okay, no, she, yeah. Ashley, Ashley, like loved it. I hated it. Oh, I loved I, it. I did not like it. I loved it so hard. It was so I, Ashley. Ashley likes seeing dongs on TV. So Whoa. you know, hey, as many no. as many other girl parts I've seen on TV it's but about I time actually, we get a dong here and there thank you very much kidding I enjoyed it as a comedy I actually Mom. didn't I didn't enjoy it as a written story or movie that was my my issue was with the literal story and the character arcs and like which is something I guess oh yeah it's, it's like Fast but, and the Furious you have to push that aside no, and just you, be in it for the cheap jokes have, we need to have higher <laughs> not for a movie there's only one me. really good scene in that is that's when like they program uh, I forget what his name is yeah but the meat, the meat puppet thing yeah, I'm sure but, you guys have talked about that in my absence. That anyways. I don't mean to. Oh, this show that you used to be a part of? Yeah, we talked about it last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I mean, so you guys can always find us here the majority of the time on Sundays at 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Always appreciate everybody that like comes in and has chats with us. Bad Bunny, Anakin64, Jay Becker, Xavier Jones Jr., uh, So Chill 4. Drew Baldwin, I don't see you here, but that's all right. Star Drew, <laughs> I do. Jay Snowden. Um, Serenity, I know you're watching somewhere like stealthily, and then you'll chime into the comments a little bit later. But thank you guys for watching. But uh, you guys can also, you know, watch us later, obviously, like on AfterBuzzTV.com. And we're also on iTunes. And you can download us and listen to us there. Uh, you won't get to see my beautiful face, but that's say. all right. But you can hear Ashley's voice. So I'll it, serenade it, you it, close it, to the mic. Yeah, it Ooh. is what it is. Um, <laughs> and please give us five stars because the rest of them don't work. So. <laughs> yeah. It's for some reason they just it's only the five. If you, you do on. one through four stars, it's not a valid review and you've wasted your you time. Actually you actually have, have to pay to... for the one through star. You have to you have to give them a dollar if you, you know, rate it one through kidding. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but, uh, but uh, just just like when you, you know, download for Maria for um conversations with Maria on iTunes, you can download Netflix picks, so Do it. Yeah. Let Listen. us know, and let us know in the comments that we're doing a great job for you. Yeah, I'll give you a yeah. I'll give you a shout out too. And uh Ashley will like bake you a cookie or something. And speaking oh of cookies, so you were talking about the chef's table pastry, which dropped, yes. and I wanted to know what your thoughts were because guys, guys, do you guys get choked up when you watch food programming? Yes. This, I get emotional, like the <laughs> real emotional. I love food, <laughs> and I love documentary. And um, Chef's Table, as as an Emmy award winning show in its early, earlier iterations, but now it's back with my favorite topic ever. This entire. Uh, uh, season is dedicated to pastry and you guys, it's good. I'm literally cr- I cried. I cried. Wait, but I cried. where where are my pastries? I know. So you have to watch is, it first. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, and this is going to be a tie-in for the books. I just came back from visiting my lovely grandmother and grandpa oh. in San Luis Obispo. I mean, moments before the show, guys. And she and her <laughs> grandma and grandma didn't bring, bring any pastries and either. So totally normally bakes. She was not feeling well this week. She, oh, no, uh, she oh, normally okay. does bake awesome stuff, and I would have loved to have brought you some. She wasn't feeling so great this weekend, but dude, I would I would have accepted <laughs> the cheat of where you went to the grocery store and just brought it in and said she did well, it. Well, did you want me here or did you want cookies? Because that's what it came <laughs> down to. Um, but this show, to, to tie back in, is very much the first episode is all about um, Christina Tosi, Tosi 
and she is a David Chang sort of um, protege. And we talked about David Chang last week, you guys. He is also has a show on Netflix. Korea, Korea. Okay. <laughs> he, David Chang, uh, the creator of Momofuku, and, and, and Major Domo in L.A. and Major Domo in L.A. and host of Ugly Delicious, creator of Ugly Delicious, also now streaming on Netflix. Amazing food pro- programming as well. I think I told you guys it kind of fills the Anthony Bourdain void in my life, your lives, if you if you feel what I'm feeling. Um, but this this first episode was all about Christina Tosi and her sort of story of becoming the pastry chef behind Milk Bar. And Milk Bar is this... Oh. Exactly, yeah, everybody knows. Um, and she used to... She baked a lot with her grandmother and her and her mom. So there was a lot of... I mean, just really soulful... It's like, feel... This is feel-good programming, y'all. It's so good. Um, and so for that reason, because it's such a joyful programming for me, I will not binge this series. I will not. I refuse. I'm going to parcel it out one a week so that I have a little morsel of treat to get to <laughs> because um, it's so good that it's like it's an, also a longer show. It's an hour long so you got to give yourself some time. Definitely you're going to want to saddle up with some cookies. Have some cookies. There uh, is a re- you know, here's a, here's a true story <laughs> our why saying, Ashley Cheney doesn't want to <laughs> binge that is because she knows that she'll come back like in a week and she'll be like 50 pounds heavier. Totally. So. <laughs> totally. Our engineers chiming in hashtag meal plan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cookies for life. But um, have you guys seen any any of the Chef's Table, either old seasons or the, or the new pastry one? Can't say that I have. Okay. I saw the no, I saw the first season I think, and they covered an Asian sushi chef, totally woman. Like, and she was being, yes. like, and she talked about her the whole thing, and like the, just even like the sexism in terms of like what she was trying to do. Um, but I haven't because I think she like she actually caters like she has like a whole like like Excel sheet. Like, yeah. knowing who her customers are and what wow. they preference. And then she yes. kind of caters to, like, what they can eat and everything. So it's it's very, um, I'm sure it's very pricey, but also very, it is. like, catered very to pricey. who you are. That's- or it's, like, there's a specific menu and then it's just kind of like, oh, Amy Cassandra Martinez, you know, like, are you allergic to this? Are you allergic to that? So yeah. they're very well aware. What I love about Chef's Table as a show is they do that. They go, like, I think there's some food programming because it's super niche, right? So, like, if if you're watching some food shows and they start talking about all the, like, fancy cooking terminology or fancy, like, equipment and it's kind of almost like a foreign language, this show is um, super approachable. So even if you don't know about cooking or cooking terminology or whatever, it's like... It's just such an interesting, compelling story about each chef and their sort of journey and their rise to huge success because they, they follow all these hugely successful chefs. Um, and so Christina Tosi is the creator of the Crack Pie. There's a, there's a, a famous mm. dish called Crack Pie, which mm. is, I have not tried it yet. They did just open a location in L.A. Where? I am seriously recommending it. It's in an old Baskin-Robbins location on La Brea, Melrose, Melrose and La Brea. Oh, right yeah, I'm going there tonight. I got, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's on my ride home. I'm going there tonight. Don't, don't, wait, don't wait. stalk me, you people. If but you yeah, really yeah. go, you have to post on Instagram and let us know or post somewhere because I, I haven't yeah, been yet. Yeah, post or it didn't happen. Exactly. Pics or it didn't happen, bro. Anyway, Uh-oh. it's great. The, the, and she also is the, the like, sort of founder of, you know how you've seen a lot of stuff with like cereal milk now? infused yeah. in recipes mm-hmm. that's all Christina Tosi guys we have Christina Tosi to thank for the milk like cereal milk trend she started that hey. so they serve soft serve cereal milk alright <laughs> alright okay okay. Mm. I'll take pics uh, hey did you did you see uh, Boss Baby um, I've seen I've seen a bit of Boss Baby. Oh no! Here we Wait, go. The, the, the series show. or the movie or both? The series. A friend of mine. A friend of mine worked on the series. I can't say much until every, until I can officially say I booked the interview. But I watched a little Boss Baby last night to kind of. To get kind of get a feel for the work he did, in the event I get to interview him, dude. So what do you what do you been? I mean, like I know you've been like gallivanting oh. and traveling a lot, but what what's something that you watched while Ooh. you you were out of, out series, of, of that you, series of unfortunate events? Oh no, that's, oh, yeah. this is great, glorious. Uh, I'm sure you guys covered that last week. No, 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 no. Oh, I, okay, I 
I my girlfriend watched season two, mm-hmm. didn't have any problems with it, enjoyed it like she liked season one. I you know it was it was on in bits and pieces, but I didn't really watch it. But I know it's like a you should watch it if you like that um, franchise. But you talk about it. Oh, I'm ride or die for series of unfortunate. <laughs> oh, there we go. Steve Coppin's contributing. Great. Okay, go for it. <laughs> talk about it. No, that show is incredible. Neil Patrick Harris just radiates the like. It makes me want to read the books, and then because it's the second season, I feel bad that I haven't read the books because there's no excuse. Like I watched the first season, and I was like, man, two of every two episodes is one probably fairly palatable two or three hundred page book that I should be have read, and I didn't. And now we're two seasons ahead. I like there's a lot of meta. There's a lot of meta jokes. There's a lot of um, literary jokes. There's a lot of wordplay. There's a lot of guest stars. There's so many guest stars. I'm not spoiling anything by saying um, Nathan Villian. Nathan Villian. Nathan Villian awesome. exists on that show. God, that show is so good. I think what Patrick Warburton's in it. Patrick Warburton is the. It's. I don't think it's a spoiler. It's one of the very first things that happens in season one. He is Lemony Snicket. Oh, okay, okay. He is Lemony Snicket. The the books are written by a separate author, but they're written in the first person of Lemony Snicket. So Lemony Snicket is both in the in the series is the narrator and a focal character in the story. But like post mortem, it's really well done that it's a separate author who you like kind of have to dig to find out that author's name. Interesting. <laughs> so much so that I keep forgetting it because it keeps saying like Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. Head and shoulders above that Jim Carrey movie. Well, yeah. So okay, I was going to ask you. Like, did you see the movie? <laughs> and is it on Netflix? Do we know? Um, let me Probably. triple check. I believe it was because I saw that movie and I was not a fan. The, the, so yeah, that's why I haven't watched the series. To be honest with you, a- Amy, are you watching the series? I saw a few episodes. Okay, it was it was nice. But you're like ten years old, so you should like enjoy this. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you know, you think I would? It's it's nice, and I can see how people really enjoy it. But it's you guys must understand too. When you watch so many Netflix shows, you're like, hmm, is this one better? No, than and this that's other oh, and that's one? exactly yeah. um, that's you know, why they you know that's why yeah. everybody tunes in because we sit there and say this is what we liked what versus am I give this. My time to? Yeah. So also, yeah. I love the idea of storytelling that literally tells you in the opening this is a terrible story. Please stop watching, and you don't. No one stops watching. That's. That's what I love about the, that's that's part of what I love about I love when art promises you something up top and then delivers. So it's not good. No, it's great and it's but then like, it's lying. No, it's saying <laughs> no, they're, no, like, no, they're like, saying that it's good, but that, like it'll a, ruin your day. Oh, it's sad. That, it's it's ultimately a very sad story. Interesting. Oh. Very, um, it's a series of unfortunate events that happen to two orphans. So chill right baby. there in the title. Three are three orphans. I'm so sorry. There is a baby, Sunny. Oh. Sonny's yapping at me right now. So, so chill four. So, are they going to finish on season three or four? That has not been announced yet. If it does get announced, we'll definitely talk about it. And uh, this is funny because Davies, oh gosh, in Jaguna. Sorry, man. I if I butched it or lady. uh, Watch Lost in Space yesterday. It sucks, especially their dumb playback. So. But however, but this is this goes into something that I talked about last week. I talked about everything sucks, didn't get picked up. However, mm. Amy Cassandra Martinez did drop uh, a show that she was watching that she enjoyed. And what's the news on it? Alexa well, and Katie. Yes, yeah. So, you know, like I got not some hate for it, but people are like, yeah, it's for like teenagers or whatever, or young adults. Like, who freaking cares when a show is good? You could be 30 and enjoy it. So, they got picked up for a season two. Oh! 
Boom! <laughs> Here, see, you heard it. So you heard a cancellation and a season pickup. So there you go. I'm so happy for them. These girls deserve it. Like. Yeah. So we're on the right track somewhere. That makes me yeah. glad to watch it, actually. Is it, like, in it's the vein sweet. of Gilmore Girls? No. No. Okay. no younger. 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 Okay. But, like, you'd be surprised how much you actually enjoy it. Like, yes, okay. there's some cheesy moments, and you're like, oh, okay. But it's actually pretty good. I and there's down some, with the cheese. Some moments in there, you're like, dang. Dang. <laughs> like, that it's friendship impressive. is so strong. It's beautiful. Yeah. Right, I'm going to watch it. One episode. Half an hour episodes? I think so. They're okay. very easy to watch. Easy to too. watch. Okay, that's kind of one of the reasons why I started it. So like something uh, easy, Amy. So you yeah. do box office breakdown here. I do. And have you watched Truth or Dare? Is that out yet? It the- is out. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Don't really want to see it this weekend. Actually, wasn't super exciting in the box office. Okay, well, but- we're not here to promote Truth or Dare, <laughs> but Lucy Hale is in it, and she actually has a movie that's dropping on Netflix. I like Lucy Hale. Um, I didn't really watch uh, what was uh, Pretty Little Liars, but Pretty I like Little. her as an actress. Tons in- of people loved her. So well, she's also in Life Sentence, which is on the CW. That sounds correct. Like yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, but uh, I saw this kind of pop in, and I was like, "Oh, I love Lucy, Lucy Hale." So here is the dude trailer. Oh, I haven't seen this. This will be great. Yep, getting busted by the popo. Going on back there. I'm sorry. Oh, I, 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 mm-hmm. oh Who's on laser? Laser? Yeah. Oh, they're I know him from smoking me illegal oh. drugs, you guys. What's that bong in the back seat? <gasps> Dong. That's funny. That's a, a sculpture that I, I made. <laughs> <laughs> what you're thinking? Driving around with a bong in the back seat of your car? <laughs> Even he got arrested. <laughs> love it. Love it. Oh, so it's a comedy. I love it. Yeah. Time is a terrible way of it's called Dude. She oh. looks exactly like Arya. Okay, and I got a little liars. Believe you like, like the hair and everything. She is in Pretty Little Liars. No, I know. She's but like, she looks like a character. Oh. Okay. Yes. Let's throw some sweaty dresses and get fucked up. Oh. I love it. I love it. Oh, wait. I think wait, that's Alexander Shipp. Is that explicit time? No, Alexander Shipp. Yep. Yes. And she's Storm. Yes. Storm of the X-Men. Winter drugs. Like opium. Oh, God. Us <laughs> school together near each other. That is part of the plan. Okay, my little cruise girl. Oh, yeah, she's okay. in um, Catat- Catastrophe, I think, is a show. On Hulu. Dick fingers. You cannot wear rings, but hmm. you have vaginal ears. Wow. You can wear earrings. Oh, that's Aquafina. Mm. That's Aquafina, yeah. Okay. 420, I, I see what Yeah, there's a lot. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So when it's dropping. It's dropping on 420. Uh-huh. There's a lot competing with our attentions on 420. Yes, if I get you, though, I do. You're going to NYU, <laughs> and I'm going to Columbia. We're going to be like partners forever. I don't even know if that's 100% what I want to do. What? Okay, coming of age, college style. Oh, I'll be watching this. Okay. Where the fuck is Lily? I know. I wish Chloe was here, too. Miss our token white friends. That's <laughs> <So> ironic. <laughs> Cute, I that's like right, it. That's right, that's right, see? Yeah. This reminds me, this feels like blockers if the parents just got out of the way. Okay. Um, we'll find out. I really like blockers. I, 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 I really, really like this. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. I really, I, really liked, like, well, I really like blockers, too. I'm just saying. Oh, I forget what he's in. He's great, too. Hey. He's my favorite. Aren't you supposed to be in your class right now? He should be interning. This never happened. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Jack, Jack, uh, Jack Bray, whatever. Yeah. McBrayer. Yeah. McBrayer, yeah, yeah. So, hey, so cool. there we go. I mean, the clearly that's coming out for a very specific day. <laughs> and, specific audience, if you will. Um, I'll, I'll be watching. I'll yeah, be watching. I'll you guys, say- yeah, come back, come back and uh, we'll, we'll tell you all about it. Um, 
I'll, do, I'll be doing it with very clear eyes, though, when I when we report back. <laughs> clear eyes, full heart, can't, oh, different show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, which is unfortunately not on Netflix. I know, Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. It was, wasn't it? It was for a while. Yeah. Let's yeah. bring it back. Those NBC shows cycle through. Yeah. So, uh, again, I wanted to say thanks, guys. You guys can always can find us here every Sunday at six, uh, 7 o'clock. And I want to say thanks to the guys who are watching. Xavier Jones, uh, your Xavier, Xavier Jones Jr., you're, um, very loyal. Jay Becker. Um, uh, let's see. Davies, you're new. And thank you. And so thank you for watching. So chill for I've friend. seen you here before. Um, Bad Bunny, I believe you've been here before. Star Drew, I know you're here. How's Canada, by the way? Hey, Star Drew. So, uh, Anakin. Did you catch my A right Anakin, Anakin, yep. 64. And so, Anakin, our Star Wars fan. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So we do picks, right? Yeah, yeah. Do well, you I remember mean, how the show goes? But now we I know, talk no, 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 about the show. I've not so actually been here for a No, no, normally, normally, like for most after shows here, there's always a predictions part. But we don't have a predictions part so much as it's like we should just kind of we have like kind of our top three to kind of say this is what we either want to be watching, what we think you should be watching. Um, Amy Cassandra Martinez, what do you got? Okay, so here's the deal. I started watching Lost in Space, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm not in the mood for this right now. So then I just went and watched a couple sitcoms that I had actually never seen. Tell us more. The Ooh. first one was that 70s show. That's a good one. Fun. Yeah, that's a great show. Yeah. yeah. If you've never seen it, give it a try. I saw the pilot. Then I saw Grace and Frankie. So good. Oh, my so god, So good. It's the opposite yes. of your, your Alex and Alexa, where it's like you think it's a much older audience, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I try not to let um, the geared audience thing really guide my decisions because I could really enjoy anything um and then I someone um hold on so chill asked so do you guys watch tv shows from other countries languages on Netflix so I meant to talk about this a while ago I actually saw Veronica it's a very scary movie (laughs) oh Um, is it good yes okay I'm gonna watch it so it's from Spain so España España uh, there are subtitles, but it's so good. It is so good. So two sitcoms. If you've never seen them, try those. And then if you want to watch something really scary, definitely watch Veronica. Steve mm-hmm. Coppin, what do you got? Mm-hmm. Um, pick a number, Rick. Pick a number between one and five. Three. Please pick a number between two. All right, then I will be watching <laughs> season. I will be watching and recommending season three, episode two of The West Wing. The West, West Wing. Oh, no, West Wing is good. West Wing is okay. good. I've heard that. Just that, That's a game I play where I just randomly pick an episode of the West Wing. So or you've really seen any... all of West Wing already? Yes, I have. Okay, so that's oh, why And that's actually the first part of a two-parter, Manchester Part 1 and Part 2. I'll watch both of those this week. I'll report back. Also, Extras. I've mentioned before Ricky Gervais. Extras was through the BBC, but it wound up on HBO. So to see it on Netflix is actually really, really cool. Oh, really? Because it's not on HBO. I was looking yeah, for Yeah, like it should be so on HBO that's, Go, that's, but it's on, my on list. it's on Netflix. Also, um, just a quick note, Netflix, you have Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. No, and yeah. the newest one, Dead Man's Chest is easily the worst Pirates movie. Yeah. And come at me in the comments. Oh, no, I don't think anybody's going to fight you on that. <laughs> it was literally the worst Pirates movie. I don't think movie. anybody could fight you on that. It's terrible, awful. But yeah, that's um, also... Um, Boss Baby. Boss Baby is better than expected. And my next guest with David Letterman, he's got Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. Can't miss that. It's so good. I love listening to him talk. Like, (laughs) I I don't care. I don't even know what he's saying. I'm like, okay, (laughs) Jay-Z. My turn, my turn, my turn? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Um, I cannot recommend highly enough Chef's Table, guys. The pastry pastry, uh, series is... Any any, any one. Any of them, but particularly, I mean, who doesn't love baked goods? I feel like everybody can relate to baked goods, so it's really good. Um, Definitely Chef's Table, pastry. Oh, look, Siri even wants to talk about it. Um, (laughs) And then I'm also going to say I have been de- 
deep, deep. Like it's almost painful because I want to get out of it, but I cannot stop watching Shameless. I am so deep. Oh, in it. I well, know it's fun. You know, you know who talked to him on the carpet two weeks ago? Like last saw... week was both myself and Amy Cassandra Martinez. I'm going to talk with you offline about it because I love him and I'm obsessed. But this show, I cannot stop watching it. It's like I'm, there's so many seasons. There's nine seasons of it, so I recommend it with caution because you're going to get sucked in. And I'm like, now I'm to the point where I'm like, get me out! I can't. I got to <laughs> stop watching Shameless. Um, and then uh, I think those are my top two. And then I'll give you um, as a third, Ugly Delicious because it's it's also really good. And you'll see some crossover in the chef world. You'll start to feel like you're an insider in like the chef's world because you'll see David Chang. He makes an appearance on. Um, hope everybody. He's okay out there on Chef's Table as well. <laughs> well <laughs> oh, that's what I got. Here's a show that we do cover at After Buzz TV, and uh, it's currently not running here because it's it's like, but it's on Netflix, and you should watch it. Is Crazy Ex Girlfriend with Rachel Bloom? Love Yay. that show. Yeah, so uh, there's three seasons right now, and they just announced that they're going to pick it up for a season four. And she also said that she plans on wrapping up the series for season four for that okay. character because it was so, it was announced that it was canceled at one point. It's no, ca- no, 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 I thought no, I read. Nope, no, never mind. No, that's why Steve. Cobb is always the mis- you know, misinformation. <laughs> that's why you come to me when you want things going. Fake so, news. But, yeah, so uh, that's that's kind of like my first pick. And then, uh, let me also, see. Also, they have a live show now. Rachel, Rachel. Oh, yeah. They're doing a live show, live version of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. They're t- touring around with that. What? Just throwing that out there for you. So if you want to get tickets, check that out on the interwebs. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, but Rachel is a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you guys love... Um, Abby Jacobson and uh, Alana Glazer, who are the Broad City Girls, who are freaking hilarious. If you want to see Abby Jacobson do something dramatic, there's a movie that dropped, and I've been planning on watching it. Uh, Dave Franco was also in it. James Franco's younger brother, Six Balloons. Six Balloons. So, I just know 99 hmm. Balloons. No, 99 Luft Balloons. They're still balloons. But Luft <laughs> the balloons. song? 99. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And then finally, we've got um, Mina Wahab, one of our After Buzzers, fellow After Buzzers, talked about it a few weeks ago. I finally started watching it. The Imposter Season 1. And we actually have Imposter Season 2 that's playing here at After Buzz for an after show. I'll try to get you those details or just go look look at us up on AfterBuzzTV.com. And Amy Cassandra Martinez, where can everybody find you? On all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. Uh, also, a lot of shows here at AfterBuzz <laughs> Popcorn Talk. So just make sure you follow me. And I've been doing trailer reaction videos. They're actually they're, they're, they're very, very fun. Oh, thank you. Those are on YouTube. Just just follow me on Instagram. You'll know where everything is. Steve Kaufman. Uh, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F M A N N. I do a lot of shows here. And after Buzz, I tweet about them fairly regularly. I also run YouTube accounts for pro wrestlers, so if you're into YouTube or pro wrestlers, you should definitely follow me. Yes, I've just been <laughs> waiting. I've just been waiting for the Oh, yeah! <laughs> All right, Ashley Cheney. Guys, if you want to talk to me online about food or travel or any of that good stuff, I've posted some pictures from my culinary adventures this weekend on Instagram, and that is at Ashley on Camera. So find me at Ashley on Camera. Let's talk about whatever you want to talk about, but find me there. Hey guys, and I'm Rick Hong. You can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G, and I do the Legion After Show, which is on Wednesdays at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And right before this one, I just we just debuted with The Expanse Season 3, Episode 1. So next week, right before this show, you can tune in and I'll be covering uh, The Expanse. So there's that, and next week, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye! Bye! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.